Welcome to the Jack and Stacy Show, and I'm Stacy's son Clark, and here to tell you about it. There are two women wrestling with things of this broken and beautiful life. Each week, they will tackle a topic in a transparent, sometimes distracted, but always fun way that hopefully encourages and challenges you. They will break down each topic by looking at it through four lenses, ourselves, God, our people, and our community. They will then they will then give you a task to go forth with. Vaya con Dios. Welcome to the Jackie and Stacy show. I'm Jackie and I'm Stacy and we are thrilled to be with you to talk some more about the topic of resilience. So as we always do, we use our lenses to look at each topic and we've talked about resilience as it relates to ourselves, as it relates to our faith and to our closest people. And today we're going to dive into the topic of resilience through the lens of community. So what does resilience look like in community? What does community look like? I don't know. I'm, I'm stuck there. <laughs> How are, do we build resilient communities maybe? There you go. I like that. Yeah. I like that. And yeah. so Stace, lead us lady. I would love to lead. <laughs> so this is something I took a note on last week. So this is our fourth um, episode in this topic. And we actually have a special guest. So I want to introduce you, Jackie, and our dear podcast listeners to my longtime friend, Melissa Garcia. Hi, Melissa. (laughs) Melissa and I met met when we were children, and we went to the same elementary school, and we have kind of, you know. We met in a resilient moment. We've met in a resilient, tell everybody. Stop it. Melissa, yes. So... Stacy was in, you were inside the school playing. No, no, no. Opposite. I was opposite. I was inside. I was, uh, what is it? Latchkey kid. kid. A latchkey kid. And Stacy was on our bike outside. And my mom was coming to pick me up or, or someone was coming to pick me up. And Stacy fell off her bike. I don't even, I yeah, remember who I was, else was there. Maybe it was, was just me. I was by myself because I was riding my bike from my house to like my aunt's house. That was on the other side uh, of the school. How you, old are you guys at this point? Eight years old, third Probably. grade. Okay. And Stacy fell and was like on the ground crying. And I was on the other side and I see this kid like <laughs> crying. And so I like walk over in the fence, stick my head out. And I'm like, are you okay? Do you need help? And she's like crying, crying, crying. And she's like, I need help. I need help. And she's bleeding because I oh remember my God. bleeding. <laughs> So I'm like, well, my mom's here, so I'll call. What's your phone? Oh, my God. We were eight years old. Yeah. I'm like, what is your, your phone <laughs> number? And I don't know. How, I must have written it down or memorized it. She memorized it and, like, ran to the office at the school. And ran oh, to the, my God. Yeah, and I ran to the office at the school, and I said, this girl, Stacy Cheatham, fell, <laughs> and we need to call her mom. She's on the side of the school. Oh, the, my God. On the <laughs> And... Her, your mom came in a station wagon. Of I course, remember. it was definitely a station wagon. And for those of you young children who don't know what a station wagon is, <laughs> and it's like wood panel. Google it. <laughs> Google it. Yeah, and that's and then so she got picked up, and then I don't know how, but our moms must have spoken to each other because then we got to do play dates together. Yeah. Yes. I then over to your house, right? Yeah. And then that's how we because we, you were you were in the third and fourth grade class. 
and you were like in Miss Kavanaugh's class. Yeah, and I was in Miss Dally's class. Oh, so she was we the did... coolest. She had a guitar. Yeah, she had a guitar. So <laughs> we didn't get to do PE together. So I didn't even know you. And then, mm. when, then we weren't together in fourth grade, but we became friends in third grade because that happened. Yeah, that's how we met. Yes. Wow. So, like in our last episode, we talked about Stacy being in a weak moment and calling out to friends for help. It turns out I've been doing it since I was eight years old. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Those in my community to help me because that's the thing about resilience that we talked about in our last episodes is that we, you are not resilient on your own. And I think that's the big deal that we're kind of growing through these topics is we talked about it ourselves. We talked through the lens of our, and then we talked about faith. And then we talked about close relationship. And now we're talking about resilience through the lens of community. community. And honestly, I think what all I said last week was like, I'm pretty weak actually by myself, but I'm somebody who asks for help. Yeah. And, and here's what I have found is that the reason I appear resilient is simply because I'm surrounded by a lot of people who are helping me and I, because I ask for their help and then they show up and they do that. They do the help and vice versa because I'm super pleased as well. When anybody asks me, I would freaking do anything. Right. I would do anything for Melissa, anything. Right. And so she's here today to we're you know, we're talking about this and that was eight years old and we like went away lives as many people do and, you know, reconnect and then later in life, we, um, another elementary school friend of mine and I opened a, a business together and Melissa and her elementary, elementary school, school friend that we were to, all together, all four of us went to elementary school together and we all had owned businesses in like no town area in our town, which is Salinas, California. And we helped each other, right? And, and before, we built each other you, up and encouraged. Yeah. But when you were built, you guys were opening up. I made yes. the baked goods. That's right. Melissa had yet, yet to open her I was bakery. Like, we're going to do this and did it a bit. I'll do it for, I'll do the baked goods. And we opened our retail mm-hmm. maternity store. Melissa baked all these things for us yeah. for our grand opening. That's right. Oh my gosh. Yeah. And then eventually we were both um, like really close together, like basically on the same block. We saw each other every in day. In Old Town. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, what a fun memory. Speak into each other. And so, you know, and build each other up and help each other out. Because we both had our besties as our partners. Uh And so we were able we were able to talk to each other because Mm -hmm. it seemed like Stacey and I were the same. Yeah, we filled like the same roles roles. in the business. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody kind of fills their own roles, right? Lives into their uh purpose or strengths yes and so we, we sort had... of had similar ones um so Jackie I know <laughs> that we've talked with lots of people and we're you. just realizing this so cool I love it and we knew this but it just doesn't make it didn't make sense or wasn't mm-hmm, a big mm-hmm. of a deal 10 13 years ago right right and here we are 13 years later like man we you were there at my opening i was there at your opening yeah yep. we were just there yep. yeah amazing amazing so 
So Jackie, you have people throughout your life that have done similar come alongside you. I know that you and your longtime bestie started a whole nonprofit together. Yeah. I mean, you, you do big things, but I think that what we're talking about today is that we don't, we don't do these things. We don't endure life, which is, as we've been talking about, you introduced me to this word last week, brutal. Life is brutal Mm. and beautiful. Mm -hmm. And it's both at the same time. Right. And, but we just, we can't do life alone. No. Or we could, I guess. There's lots of people that do or prefer to be doing it with less people than I do. (laughs) So, you know, communities are there to mm -hmm. strengthen and have foundation and Mm -hmm. support. I mean, like the logistics of running a community. Um, you know, you've got streets, somebody has to take care of the streets. You've got somebody that runs the parks. You got somebody that is doing the electricity. You got somebody that's running the water. You got somebody that's the construction, you know, communities are built up of, uh, all these different people that are just doing their thing and their specialization or whatever. That's what a community is, right? Yep. Yep. And so, you know, we couldn't, I mean, I couldn't live in my house unless somebody built it for me, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I couldn't like open my water tap unless the water company was doing their thing, which I don't really understand how it works, but magically I do a button and electricity comes on my house too. So I don't really understand how it works, but I know other people do and I'm glad (laughs) that they do. Yeah. That's community, right? Yep. Yep. So Jackie, talk to me about, tell me about your bestie and somebody who has, um, whether it's one person or just a story of many people coming together to build a community. Let's start with what, how that looks for you. That is, that's a great question. <laughs> that's a good question. <laughs> tell well, us a little bit about your nonprofit, maybe. Well, as you're talking about community, like we do, you know, every single time we have a new topic, right? Yeah. Um, so community, as you were describing it, is like the community in which we live, right? So uh-huh. like Salinas or whatever, but then we have a lot of like micro communities, right? Ooh. So the community you were talking uh-huh. about with you and Melissa and is it Marie and, uh-huh. and whoever and Melissa, Erica. Uh-huh. And, okay. And so you guys were like a little micro community or it was uh-huh. maybe the community of business owners in old town. Right. And like, there's all these little micro communities that make up our lives and it takes, I mean, it kind of goes both ways. I stumbled over it as I was doing the introduction, but really like, like you talked about last week, our communities build resistance in us because they hold us up. It's that web of strength that kind of keeps us buoyed and brings us what we need um, when we need to be resilient in moments that we need to be resilient, but then it goes the other way as well, right? Like uh, as members of our community, we, we create a resilient community through our own actions and our own like vision for what our community could be, or I don't know. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So as I think about, like, if I think about our nonprofit as a little micro community or whatever, um, it kind of, it took us having a vision for that community and we've, boy, we have had to be resilient. I mean, oh my gosh, the stories I could tell you about the last 10 years. Has it been 10 years? Yeah. Has it really? When yeah. did you start? 
we well almost 10 years so um we started uh, like january of 2012 so um what is that's like nine and a half years um yeah it's gone quickly and it's also been really long (laughs) right um what is the nonprofit? so the nonprofit that we have is called they are one and um as I'm just like thinking through the journey we've been on, we started off in a, in a um, orphanage in South Sudan, working with kids there. And we ended up having to end that relationship. Um, and about, gosh, what year would that have been? About halfway, you know, maybe six years ago. And that was extremely challenging. It was heartbreaking and heart-wrenching and disappointing. And it felt like a failure on a lot of levels. Um, but we were able to um, bounce back from that failure and really adapt and kind of do some deeper trans, you know, transforming of our mission into something slightly different I think it took a lot of like courage and it took a lot of us like talking to each other about anyways, we, yeah, that was, that was a moment that we, that little community had to be really resilient and, and we were, and, um, there were a lot of moments like that throughout that journey. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and she actually, that bestie who started it, um, is not really on the board anymore. She stepped back from leadership about a year ago. That was another moment that was really tough for us because she was our, you know, she was our beacon. She was our fearless leader and mm-hmm. she needed to step back. And um, so we were resilient through that shift as well. So um, I don't know. I, I, did I answer your question? <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I think what it takes, it's, you know, when you think about community, you're thinking of like many hands make light work, I guess is what I kind of think about. Yeah, I think about um, um, two things. So I wanted to talk about communities and how everybody just plays a part because it's, um, I think some people think, well, I'm not resilient on my own or I'm, I don't have that. And right. I think to myself, yes, you do because everybody plays a part, right? Everybody is contributing to making a community function, first of all right? Everybody's doing something to build their community. And then secondly, um, that nobody could do it on their own. Like nobody else could do all the parts. Right. Like certainly, you know, what's the part if you try to do all the parts? Yeah. What's that thing? Like the Jack of all trades, master of. Right. So, you know, when I think about resilience in a community, this is what I think struck me last week when I when we recorded our podcast and then I went back and listened to it again. Cause I was like, wow, that just felt like such a good conversation to me. And I think the thing that struck me the most was what I hadn't realized, which was, I, I think I'm always trying to rely on myself for being really strong and like, I better hold it, my stuff together. I better right. be this bit, you know, never fall apart or I better whatever. And I think after last week's episode, so if you guys haven't listened to it, please go back and listen to it because I I did, (laughs) I went back and listened to it and I was there. Yeah. (laughs) And I, I think that was the thing that struck me so much was that I can't, I don't do life on my own. I never wanted to. I'm just the kind of person that's always trying to drop you. But I think part of that realization for me last week 
was that I require close relationships to hold me together. Yeah. And I felt really, I feel really strongly about that this week as we talk about community is that in a larger scale, like you were saying, there's like these micro communities and then there's the larger community that kind of holds everything together. Is it truly, we need each other. Yes. And ultimately, I think that's this realization that I'm coming true to as we have this conversation, these repeated conversations about resilience, is that it's not me. I'm actually not very resilient. Um, I think you are. Well, I think think you are. Well, thank you. But the reason I am, I think the thing that makes me the most resilient is that I ask for help. Yeah. I think Melissa has a good point. Like, I I mean, (laughs) what do you think, Jackie? I hear you about to say something. Oh, can you hear me? Yes, of course. Okay. I I was just going to say, I think Melissa has a good point that, um, it, it is true about you that you have something internal that makes you pretty strong. I, I think that's true. I mean, I don't know. It goes back to that whole thing of like, we talk about, I don't know, like, like admitting those things that are good about us too, right? That Like you do have an inner strength, yeah, but yeah. what makes you even stronger is your willingness to gather people around you and take risks in relationships and risk in community, put yourself out there. And that makes you even stronger, right? Do you think? Mm. I mean, that's I what think I think. that's true. I, yeah. I really do. And I think, honestly, that's the secret to my strength, I guess, mm. is that I'm not alone at all. But that takes such courage, I think, Stace, and not everyone is willing Mm. to take that risk to put themselves out there. Like you, you really, really do that beautifully. And it's an example to everyone around you. And it's risky. Does it feel risky to you? No, it feels way more risky and scary to go alone. So that's a fascinating topic, I think, because (laughs) I think most people are not that way. Would you say, Melissa? I think, no, I don't think so because I, I, I'm, I never really thought about this, but I never wanted help from anybody. I always felt like I could figure it out on my own. Mm -hmm. Like even everything, everything I've ever done, I've done on my own, you know? And now I have a partner. I have an amazing partner in my life who I actually asked for help. Yeah. And I never had it ever. I mean, I've gone through therapy and to where like I felt uncomfortable even asking for help. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And he's been so patient with me because I mean, even with even finances, I don't even want to ask for help. Like when we got together, I had to make sure that I had nobody because I didn't think it would be a good idea to go into anything with having bills. Mm-hmm. Right. And I've always been that way, but listening to Stacy say, I always had a community. I didn't have a community. Mm. I mean, I did have a community, but I never used mm. the, or asked for that help. And the day, the times I ever did ask for help, I mean, they were there and the burden of whatever I needed help with just felt at ease, but it just never felt to me, like, I don't want them to know. I'm maybe embarrassed because I've always mm-hmm. been the strong one. I always was yeah. the independent one. I was always the independent one. I was always the strong one. And I was always um, the single one without, you know, kids, without anything. And I was always, you know, traveling, doing fun things. But in I was alone, but I didn't 
share that or show that until, you know, re- retrospective now, I was like, it, it, I could have asked for help and people would have been there, but I just, just didn't know how to do that. And I still have a hard time yeah, doing that nowadays. Um, but I'm learning and the community that I actually have built, you know, my best friends from high school, the, um, I'm not a very good, um, I would say, for instance, I'm just thinking about, mm-hmm. uh, my daughter's birthday is coming up and she's going to be three and she, um, wants, you know, a unicorn party <laughs> and do to get ready for this birthday party, even though I've always like the food actually planning the my friends you know her her godparents and um my friends that have been in the community has helped me because i can concentrate on what i know which is food you know the unicorn i asked for help because i have how to make this spectacular unicorn party but um even that's I guess that's the thing is like we think for help too if we're sick or if um mm. I mean I just needed so much help in this past year specifically that um it's actually been so beautiful and, you know, I shared that in my la- in our last episode too, Jackie, is that it, 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 all of these things, as long as you see, you, when you take notice of, you think, oh, it's just a birthday party or whatever, right? But no, when right. you can step back and get this perspective of like, this is the community of people who love me and will help mm-hmm. me with blowing up balloons or help me with tidying up my home or doing whatever it is, the stuff that I don't want to do, <laughs> you know, yeah. um, all these things that I'm, we can't be good at everything. And I think yeah. um, the one thing I want to touch on before we like end our conversation today is that I've, I've felt strongly and I've taken notes over these last few um, episodes is that I, we talk about resilience is like our ability to kind of get through hard times. Yeah. Right. How did we, we, we talked about, uh, how did we define it? Hold on. Flipping my nose. <laughs> Bounce um, back. Yeah. Our ability to adapt mm-hmm. to situations. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And kind of when I, what the one thing I wanted to make note of that was kind of concerning to me is that something I've noticed in myself and others is that resilience doesn't mean that you are stuck in a traumatic situation. And so I I know that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about the beauty of being surrounded by a community. But also sometimes if your community is harming you in some way, I just wanted to be able to talk, just to touch on that. You guys, Jackie and I are not experts about resilience and we are not Mm. experts about trauma and we're not experts about, well, I'm not an expert about anything basically. (laughs) But I just wanted to, I want to say that if you feel like your community is the thing that you're trying to build resilience in, like, mm-hmm. I guess I just have to put up with this community mm-hmm. that that's not your community. Mm-hmm. And 
maybe I'm right or maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. But here's what I think is your community. Your community is like Bubba Gump. It's, it's, you guys remember this movie, Forrest Gump? Mm-hmm. And it's where Forrest is in a war and he meets Bubba from a different walk of life, from a different part of the world. But here's what they do. They're in traumatic situation, but your community does this. You lean up against me and I'm going to lean up against you so we don't have to sleep with our heads in the mud. It's a quote from that movie, I think. I it's love para- it. It is. It's a paraphrasing, it right? Is. But you you do not need to build resilience against somebody who's attacking you and coming on so strong and actually being the one that's the war against you. That's not what we're asking mm-hmm. you to build resilience in, Okay. Your community and your close relationships are, and please stop me, Jackie, if I'm speaking out of turn. I just felt no. like I needed to kind of say to whoever's listening that we're not ask, we're not speaking about building resilience to things that are harming you. For sure. I, I think that's super just important. Wanted, just yep. wanted to touch on that. If your yeah. community or your close relationship is harming you, that's not your community and that's not your close relationship. Right. Melissa and I have leaned up against each other so we didn't have to leave our head lean our heads in the mud that's what (laughs) close relationships do and that's what community does for you so um i just i want i took notes on that on the last couple of episodes and i just wanted to make sure that we touched on that so that we weren't um yeah and we're not the people to contact if you are in a traumatic situation and you need help in that area but please do find help if that's what you need. I just wanted to speak to that. If anybody listening is um, trying to just endure and be resilient in a situation that is harming them, (coughs) that's not where we're asking you to build resilience in. A hundred percent. hundred percent agree. Okay. Thank you. Thanks. hundred percent. That's super important. I didn't really know how to bring that up, but I just wanted to not (laughs) end this topic without... Without mentioning Super that. important. Yeah, I agree. And I just, you know, I don't know, to wrap it up, I was just thinking, you know, full circle, resilience requires courage, mm-hmm. adaptability, and and um, kind of a, a mindset shift about failure and all these things. But mm-hmm. all of that requires vulnerability especially in community and I just think of your example Stace and I just I want to go back to that because I really do think it is a beautiful example of you really do have to be vulnerable in order to build a strong community because you have to be willing to put yourself out there you have to be willing Mm -hmm. to try something new you have to be willing to connect with people you might not know very well and um, those are all things you do so beautifully. So, um, and, and as evidenced by your relationship with Melissa over how many years. So I'm, I just think having <laughs> Melissa here to talk about that, it's just like a perfect full circle moment. <laughs> I agree. I totally agree. I love it. All right. It. So we end every episode with a little via con Dios where we ask our listeners and ourselves, we challenge ourselves to do one little thing. One little step. It's that we call it our Via con Dios or our VCD. Melissa, since you're here with us, I will always give you the opportunity first to think of something that you would like to, a little thing, just one small step that you think that our uh, listeners could do, something to practice resilience or practice building community. Um, and have, can you think of something off the top of your head? Otherwise, so- I'm going to come up with one. 
Uh, well, okay, so I've been re- I read Untamed, and um, mm-hmm. and well, parts of it. I mean, little yeah. parts of it. It's really hard. <laughs> but what um, in the past three years, my life has changed very dramatically, but in a beautiful, good way. To where I'm, uh, I'm the person that I was. I'm still me, but the person or the life that I had is not this. It's it's changed completely. So what. I think that's helped me stay me and not forget who I am because every single morning I wake up and I just say thank you for the life that I have and I'm so grateful for what I have and I really pretty much count my blessings and I just spend a little time with myself and that's what I do every single, even if sometimes I only have five minutes to do it, I'll go to the bathroom, brush my teeth, and I'll sit there and look at myself in the mirror. And I say, you're doing the best you can possibly do. You're doing a great job. And then I said, okay, let's go. Because, you know, I have two toddlers. So here we go. <laughs> that's what I do every single day. And I am honestly so blessed and so grateful for the life that I have and the life I'm living. I love that so much. Thank you for sharing that with us. So that's our uh, Vaya con Dios for our dear listeners. So join us and Melissa tomorrow morning as we look ourselves in the mirror and tell us, tell ourselves, you are doing the best that you could possibly Mm -hmm. do. What was the second part of it? That I'm grateful. Be grateful Um, and thankful. mm -hmm. Mm, Good stuff. Gratitude is never wasted. So important. Right. Love it. Thanks, right. Melissa. Oh, thank you. So thank you, for, Melissa, for joining us. And thank you, everyone, for listening. And vaya con Dios. Vaya con Dios. <laughs>